0: Welcome to the Awkward Dadcast. Um, I am your host and resident awkward dad, John. This is episode six. Thanks for joining me. Um, it's been a while. It's been too long since the Awkward Dadcast has has been on, has has been recorded, has been a thing. So <clears throat> I am happy to be back at it. Um, still awkward over here. Uh, still, um, still a dad i'm I'm even more of a dad than I was last time uh, we'll talk about that but but i'm I'm more excited well gosh am I more excited to talk about this that sounds bad I'm excited tonight to talk about um I have a special guest that special guest is a good friend of mine he's also a great dad um Brian Maine so I'm gonna bring bring Brian on right now except I don't know how to do that Brian, what's up, buddy? What's up, man? How you doing, man? Hey, I'm going to get, try to get both of us on screen now. Um, yeah, that'll you know, be just, better. just so we're not, I mean, wow. You know what, dude? It is, it is it is the Awkward Dadcast, so there's got to be some awkward element to it uh, technically like this. So there you go. Yes. Yeah.
1: What's what's going on, man? Man, not much. Just uh, hanging out in my uh, man cave, uh, which doubles as my bedroom.
0: Oh, I love um, it, dude.
1: Yeah, it's awesome, man. I got some fun little things in the back. I thought that would be a cool little Whoa. display. I've seen it. Yeah, it's uh, awesome. And and man, this is my first ever podcast. You know, I I basically feel like we're at the level of Joe Rogan right now.
0: <laughs> Completely. <laughs> well, that that was the plan, Brian. That was the plan. And we have achieved I figured. It. We've achieved I figured,
1: that. Yep. Yep, I figured. Well, that
0: was great. I mean, since we've achieved that, I guess, hey, man, good talking to you. We're done, right? Well, now. see you later. <laughs> what? Oh, man. So it's so good to have a guest. I mean, I have done this um you know by myself for a few episodes and it's it's pretty lonely brian it's pretty lonely and you know i thought you'd make a a great guest so glad to have you on man glad to have you on let's let's talk a little bit about um who you are so you're a friend of mine um well your name is brian mains you're from lubbock texas correct that is correct i met you in lubbock texas uh i don't know how we met do you remember how we
1: met Yes, I do actually. Um, do tell. I vividly remember getting a phone call when I was at my, uh, I used to work in the food business and I got a phone call, um, at my office and it was, uh, your wife Lainey asking if I could fill in for drums for Pearl Merchant for a paradigm, uh, there in here in Lubbock and, I said yes because that was like a dream of mine to be able to play at Paradigm, and so nice. I um I joined you guys and started filling in sporadically, and I mean, but that was when we met. It was two thousand six,
0: two thousand six. Okay, wow, two thousand six. Yep. Uh, yep. I'm glad you have, have a good memory of that because uh, my memory is, is just hazy about all <laughs> a lot a lot of things. Uh, yeah. So okay, so so Pearl Merchant, I haven't talked about Pearl Merchant here on the on the Awkward digest, So I was in a band. Yeah. For, um, uh, I don't know how many years, I mean, 10 ish years. Um, something like that, almost 10 years. Um, and, and my wife was the lead singer. She, she started the band and, uh, we, we, we led worship. We did church events. We did youth events. We did all kinds of things. And we moved to Lubbock in 2005, um, to lead worship at this. It was kind of like a dream for us too, Brian, because it was a big college, um, midweek Bible study called Paradigm. And we, we were like, man, this is it, dude. This, this is, this is what we need to be doing. So went out there. Eventually I say eventually the next year met you and yeah, man, brought you on board. Great drummer, great singer, great friend. So
1: thanks buddy.
0: The great podcast guest, you know, Hey, Hey. (laughs) Uh, So, um, so yeah, the, you know, the awkward dad cast, Brian, I've talked to you a little bit about what the awkward dad cast is about. Um, but I mean, really, whatever kind of little nuance it's about, it's about encouraging dads. Okay. And, and it, it's about, <clears throat> I mean, encouraging dads in, in all kinds of areas. Cause we have, you know, between you and I, we have all kinds of things. We have all kinds of life experience. We've had things happen to us good, bad and ugly. And there are dads out there that have things happening to them, good, bad and ugly, you know? And so, yeah. um, we have things we, that we can share. We have, you know, experiences we can share to, to encourage people. Um, and so I think you, you're going to fit right in with that. Um, so, uh, you know, that's, that's, you know, that's roughly what the awkward dadcast is about. You know, there, there's, there's content about special needs kids. Cause I have some special needs kids. There's going to be content, content about whatever, you know, parenting experiences that are, that are out there. So, um, not that I've, I've experienced it all, but <clears throat> I do have eight kids. So, I mean,
1: yes. there, there's
0: a lot to, so <clears throat> anyway, um uh, Brian you're you're a, your a dad you you, you want to tell about your kids you're a a single dad of two beautiful girls you want to tell t- tell about them
1: Yes I do so I have two beautiful daughters their names are Tatum and Eden they are 12 and 10 and they are wow. just sweet kids growing like crazy they um they don't slow down and in addition to that I'm dating this beautiful woman named Leah and she has three kids of her own and so That's Right I have, I have, um, luckily, and I'm super grateful that I've acquired three new kiddos that I can love and help and, um, yeah. kind of watch them grow up as well. And our kids are best friends. And so, oh yeah, there are, I mean, we can talk for a long time about <laughs> parenting and kids and the Kid ups situations. and the downs and yes, for sure. For sure.
0: Definitely. Well, let's do that.
1: Let's awesome. talk
0: forever about that. Um, so, what, but oh you guys hear that dog sorry i I heard
1: that dog whoa uh,
0: yeah so there's that sounded close to me maybe it's just maybe i got the mic too hot it's like oh so okay i'm in a barn but i feel like i'm i mean i'm i'm kind of outside right i'm in a barn but like you know it just you you can hear the wind you can hear the dogs you can hear i think that there's a couple of cats that maybe live in here sometimes and and tonight it's cold so they're probably here um sometimes i I get kind of freaked out by the cats, but. uh, so anyway, and th- there's a train that, that'll pass by here in probably tw- 20 minutes, and you'll hear the train horn and stuff like that. Like that. So <laughs> we're just keeping it real, Brian. Um, Absolutely. But, but so no, I just want to talk about um, you know uh, something that I'm interested in, and I wanted to ask you, um, and I hope you don't you, you don't get offended, but I wanted to uh, find out uh, kind of these days because I know you've been on this journey for a, a little while. I want to find out find out how you identify, Brian, and uh, what I mean by that is. You 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 stopped eating meat. Are you a vegan? Are you a vegetarian? What the heck, man? How do you identify as
1: That's hilarious, yeah. I um identify as a I guess it'd be a vegetarian. Okay. Um and uh yeah, so it's funny because I, I got on this kick last summer where I was watching I watched a couple of documentaries and I was like, Hey, I'm kind of into, you know, some health stuff and nutrition stuff. And um, even through COVID, I got like really into it, just trying to really take care of myself. And so I watched two documentaries and it's I was really trying to swing like all the way and go vegan. Dude, that lasted like 25 seconds, because then I realized that you you can't have you can't have cheese. And I was like, man, I'm fine (laughs) with I'm fine with stopping, you know, steak (laughs) and chicken and let's see house but i am not giving up the dairy and <laughs> right. so uh yeah so i i just i don't do meat basically is what it is and i can still i'll still eat eggs and cheese and sour cream and all that stuff but okay. yeah so I, I identify uh as a as a, a pretty hardcore vegetarian i'm gonna get in
0: trouble i'm gonna get in trouble for that aren't i,
1: I don't... yeah no it's no no, <laughs> sorry. no you're, you're <laughs> sorry good.
0: but uh i mean but at this point nobody listens to the podcast so i'm not gonna get in trouble for <laughs> but uh hopefully we'll get some we'll get some listeners and uh yeah. No, no, no offense to anybody. I just try to be funny. Um, no, so
1: it's all good.
0: Yeah. Whenever you told me that Ryan, whenever you started talking about that, I was, I was like, what? I mean, I could never do that. I'm just thinking that's, that, that's crazy. And then you started telling me how, how, how you felt and, and just like, you know, the fact that you you know, still had energy. I mean, like you had kind of a, kind of a shift in like, you, you guys hear the train? I
1: like, hear it.
0: Yeah. Um, you kind of had a shift in thinking about food altogether, right? I mean, just, you know, like we, I guess maybe the American way is, you know, I need to eat everything that's on my plate. You know, we have big portions, all this stuff, but, but I mean, you've kind of changed the way that you even see all that. Right. And I mean, you've talked to me sometimes and, and, and say, oh yeah, I, I totally skipped, you know, breakfast or lunch or whatever. And, and you're like, I feel fine. Like you had energy and maybe you like worked out and you're like, oh yeah, I didn't eat lunch. I'm I'm fine. So again, I was kind of blown away by that, but, but that's yeah, true. Right? So,
1: so it's interesting, man. So Leah and I both did this. We, she jumped on board with me. We watched these documentaries. I think it's funny. I was, I just happened upon one of the documentaries. Like when I, when I work out, I try to like put my brain somewhere else to okay. where I'm not having to think about the workout. And so okay. I right. put right. on, I'll put on like shows or whatever. So I put on a document and I think it was called game changers if I remember right. Mm -hmm. Um, And as I was watching, I was like, man, I've got to watch this with Leah. And so we, we watched it, you know, a few days later and we both were just kind of the idea of, Hey, let's just try this thing out. And so what, what I was hearing in this documentary were these, basically these athletes that um, they were comparing athletes that, or just all American diet versus athletes who are really, really focused in on them. Um, they were super vegan. So we didn't go that extreme, but right. they were the whole thing that the science behind it that I appreciated was they were doing blood testing from both camps after before and after workouts and then before and after meals. So they would take, you know, uh, the all American diet and he'd have a, you know, a burrito with, Beef or chicken or steak or whatever, and just load it up with everything, and then the other right. guy would do a burrito with avocado and beans and right. you know lettuce, and it was just a lot lighter. Well, when they tested the blood after the workout, the the people that had eaten the meat, their blood was real murky, and you could see the fat from the meat was actually in their plasma. Wow. The people that only got fat from the avocado, their plasma was completely clear. You could see straight through it. And so I thought, okay, well, I think that's pretty awesome. Um, Let's just try that out. And my thing was, I was like, surely I can't stick with this. I love steak. I love chicken. I love burgers. And dude, I kid you not within, I don't know, Leo could confirm this more than I could, but I would say within four to five weeks, I was going I'm good. Like, I do not really? miss meat. And I, and that, I would have wow. never thought I would have gotten there. And here was the case in point, man. To wrap that part up, when I yeah. was sitting at my grandma's house at Thanksgiving, um, I had a piece of turkey, like a slice of turkey at Thanksgiving. And I ate it and I thought, that doesn't even taste good. I didn't miss it and I'm good to go. So really? it's crazy, man. Yeah. Complete, complete. <clears throat> Uh, life change, you know, in that, as far as like nutrition and stuff. So I don't miss it. Uh, the fun, the joke is though that, you know, Leah is a, she was already a pretty picky eater already. Well, oh right. Th- then you get rid of meat. Oh man. Yeah. Like, so now our weekly rotation, like if we go eat somewhere, it's Chipotle or there's yeah. a, a grocery store here that we'll eat at market street and then
0: yeah,
1: yeah. uh that's it's pretty chipotle like we really <laughs> need to buy stock in chipotle like really
0: <laughs> <laughs> right right so, well i mean i mean it makes sense once you find once you find a place that that will that you can eat at you know you're like okay exactly well, let's, I mean, it's just kind of the go-to thing right i mean it's 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 like well, why, why would we not eat there um, yeah, man, that's crazy. That's, that's a very inter- interesting crazy. story. Very, very, yeah. I mean, like you said, life change, total life change. That's cool. Um, totally. so what I want to know is what I want to know is who, who was the family member at, at Thanksgiving that made that Turkey who you just offended because you said it didn't even taste good. I mean, I mean, are you worried about that, right?
1: <laughs> I know. I don't know if my Nani is going to watch this <laughs> Nani. I love you so oh. much. <laughs> Everything else you made was like so satisfying. Yeah, it was just the turkey. I just don't miss it,
0: Nani. He just, he just, he's not thinking straight, Nani. It's okay. He just, just, just kind of like you love him. No, I'm, I'm just joking. That's right. That's that's amazing. And and you know, I mean, it takes some guts to do that, you know. Um, and and mm-hmm. I, I guess, I guess people see a documentary and and their eyes are open to things. But like you said, the whole blood test thing—that sounds like it's very convincing. And I mean, you're just looking at the results. Yeah.
1: Right. Right. And yeah. I I mean if I want to just like put one more little part on it. So Go for it. My biggest my biggest thing was and even people would ask me like, "Well, how are you how are you like getting your energy? How are you getting your protein?" And what it comes down to is there's protein in a lot of stuff. Right. It's just the American way is not really promoted that way. Like when you like even at Chipotle when I'm ordering, they'll say what about your protein? And I'm like, well, I have spinach and I have other things that I'm getting some protein from already in my bowl or whatever. And so I think it's just the, it's just kind of the, you just think of meat as protein, which I've always thought that, but they haven't, they mean meat, right? Like when they're saying that they,
0: they mean meat, right?
1: Yeah, They mean meat. And I've just realized, I mean, there are so many other ways to get it through I even do like plant-based protein drinks that taste incredible. It's really? like drinking a chocolate shake wow. and I'll do those. And, but my energy levels like as high as I ever have known them to be. Wow. And so when I work out, I feel amazing. I sleep really good and I don't feel sick. I don't it's, I mean, I've definitely lost weight, but I was losing fat. I wasn't losing right. just weight to lose weight. I was losing fat. So um, I've like plateaued and, I, um, I don't know. I feel, I feel better than I did. I mean, I'm almost 40 and I feel better than I did when I was in my twenties, like guaranteed. Wow. Guaranteed. Yeah, that, yeah. That's saying a lot right there. I mean, that's, yeah.
0: that's definitely saying something. Wow. That's well, man, that's yeah. awesome, dude. I, um, I have not made, made, uh, <clears throat> that kind of change. So, uh, it was, I was very, very interested to hear you talk about it. So. Uh, Yeah, cool. Awesome. Thanks. Very, very cool. So, uh, me getting in just other, other life stuff that's, that's, that's going on. We haven't really touched on a whole lot of parenting stuff, but you know, this this is part of being a dad too. Um, I myself am over 40 and, uh, I just, I'm feeling it now, uh, because, um, I'm hobbling around. Uh, I feel very handicapped because I broke my leg. New Year's Eve, the way that I was going to ring in the new year, I decided to break my leg. Um, no, I had an accident actually right out the door here in this barn I was, I was, you know, up and down out of the barn loading, unloading my truck and I stepped in a hole oh. and, I, and I broke my leg, Brian, <clears throat> uh, I broke my fibula and, uh, you know, it could have been a lot worse. Like it could have been the tibia, which would have been a, a lot bigger of a thing, but, uh, it's definitely, um, man, it's been a wild ride. So, um, a very, very humbling experience. Uh, I mean, I, I'm in a boot, you know, which. I mean, it's, it seems like it's a lot more comfortable than a cast maybe, but I mean, I don't even know if they, if they do a cast anymore. I see a lot of people with with boots on, but uh, a boot and crutches and man, it is, it's like more than like painful or whatever. It's just super inconvenient. Um, just trying to get stuff in here, just, just trying to get set up for the podcast tonight. I was like, man, I should have started like an hour ago. Cause
1: it's just super, I'm, I'm trying to
0: carry, I'm trying to walk on crutches and, and like carry stuff, you know? <laughs> Um, Uh, you know, I've got a backpack and I was using that too, but, um, just super inconvenient. But, um, yeah. So, um, I mean, as you know, Brian, I mean, I've, I've been, you know, using the motorized shopping carts, um, whenever I go to, you know, whenever I I go places and and, I mean, um, it's just, I mean, wow. I've never, I've never used one of those. And let me tell you what, it is super humbling. I don't know if you've ever had to use one, but. uh, Never. I mean, it's it's like, wow. Um, and one time I went to, to the Home Depot because, I'm, you know, I'm a, I'm a builder, Brian. And so, I mean, there are times when I have to go buy stuff. I mean, I just have to – I, I it's, it's hard for me to stop. You know, I just have to go. And so there was a time that I went to the Home Depot, and I walk in looking for one of those carts. Like, I'm in the cart – I'm in the motorized cart, you know, area, and there's not one around anywhere. And so, you know, somebody had to go get me a cart. So it was just even that much more, you know <laughs> – humbling you know they they had to go find one and make sure it was charged up and bring it to me and uh, definitely and uh and i will i will confess i was texting and driving uh in the the store because they go so slow i'm like well let me check my texts here
1: you were poloing and driving bro that's
0: true i was i was yeah marco polo so if if you out there don't know what Marco Polo is, well, what a, what a what a what a cool app. We Brian and I keep up on, on Marco Polo, Marco Polo. Um, basically like a video chat app, but it's not real time. Every day, every day, yeah, yeah, every day. Which okay, so you turned me on to Marco Polo uh, three years ago, a couple of years I'm, ago. Dude,
1: I think it's almost been four years, dude. Wow,
0: that's crazy. Um, yeah. So you sent me this this little you know Marco Polo. I don't know what it was like a text through Marco Polo, and I'm like, what is this? And, and we had not kept up. I mean, we, we had, we would touch base just every once in a while. Right. I mean, we, yeah. uh, what we played in the band together for a few years, but then, you know, after that, my family moved, moved, moved back to East Texas. We didn't keep up, you know, cause it's just, we're busy, right? Life is busy.
1: Right. Right. And you
0: sent me, this Marco Polo thing. And I was like, I was like, yeah, that's just, I just, I didn't see it. Me being able to really do it. You know, I was like, I'm not really, I don't know what this is. You know, I'm like, I'm probably not going to have time for this. Yeah, and right. now, I mean, and soon after it was like every day. So right. it's a pretty cool app. So I mean, we're not we're not sponsored or anything. They're not they're not no. They're not a I wish
1: we were. Yeah.
0: That'd be cool. They right? want to
1: throw some money our way. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Come on, bring it on. Um, bring it on. Yeah, I mean, they definitely a, a very very cool app. So we we get to keep up daily. So that's been cool. That's that's how that that's how this happened, Brian. That's how you know we. I, I was like, Brian, you know, I need to have you on. We need we need to do a podcast, man. So. Um,
1: oh, it's so, so that's cool. Very, very, cool. So anyway, I love it.
0: I'm just, sorry, the rabbit trails. That That's, that's what it's hey, going nice
1: question, John, Go for it. Um, okay. So talk about, I know you said you broke your leg, talk about your recovery process. How long mm. is it going to be? Uh, when do you think you'll kind of be back, you know, at least hobbling around a little bit better?
0: Oh man. So, um, so, the, you know, it's funny, Brian, and this is so me, um, I'm, I'm not the guy who thinks about d- details too much. I mean, certain details. Right. And so when I went to the orthopedic doctor and saw him and he looked at the, at the x-ray and said, you know, whatever he said, like, stay off of it. Um, <clears throat> here's a boot, <clears throat> you know, rock on crutches. He didn't tell me, Hey, it'll be six, six weeks. It'll be two months. He didn't, he didn't give me that kind of time frame. And, uh, I didn't think to ask. <clears throat> so <laughs> I mean. You have no idea. Normally, that's the number one thing that people ask me. Well, well, how how long is it going to be? And I'm like, "Ah, I don't know. Uh, (laughs) 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 Like, I mean, how stupid is that, right? The doctor told me to come back in two weeks, which uh, will be on on Monday in just a few days. So they'll, so they'll, they'll do it. So I mean, I I knew that was coming up, but he'll take an X-ray and check it out. But um, I feel like it's going to be fairly short. Okay, so it's been uh, um, since the first of July. Of July, not the first of July, the first of
1: January, January.
0: (laughs) you know, actually it happened in 2021. So I I was saying at least, you know, this thing, this terrible thing didn't happen to me in 2022 and start off the year like that. It was, it was technically happened about 1145 at night on the 31st. But anyway, so I have noticed uh, a change in the way, in the way it feels in just the past week. Uh, It just hurts less, you know, not every little movement hurts it. And like, you know, I can put a little bit of pressure on it and, and it doesn't hurt. So I feel like, I feel like some things are happening. And, and, um, uh, I guess I'll let you know next time what he says.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Let <laughs> so, me know, man. So it's funny from, so from my perspective, uh, you polo, we have our friend, Matt, he has the Barco Polo with us and John poloed us at, Dude, I think it was like two in the morning or one in the morning. You were no, driving yourself. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you were yeah. driving yourself to the ER because yeah. Lainey is not having to stay home with all the, the kids yeah. and you're, you're driving to the ER and then you pulled us again. And I think it was like five thirty, and you yeah. were leaving with the cast. Yes. Oh, and it was like, happy new year. Yep.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, it, yeah. it was a, it was about midnight. Whenever I, I drove myself, and yes, I, I I forgot about that. I did pull you guys. <laughs> oh I, man, because
1: you, you, I'm thinking, you you're this like, is like
0: I've got to share this moment. You know,
1: you're like guys, you're not going to believe how I'm bringing in the new year. Mm-hmm. Oh,
0: yeah. So thankfully, so. it's it's my left foot, um. So you know, I can drive. You know, I don't drive a standard whatever vehicle. So I mean, not many people do, but so I could drive. Right. And yeah, like like I said, my wife had to stay home with all the kids, right? There was, yeah. Uh, you know, eight kids there. So I was like, well, I can drive. So here we go.
1: Right. Um, here we go. Yeah. yeah.
0: And, and yeah, of course, you know, the whole thing about the ER, it, you know, the, the emergency room wasn't that busy, but right. it's still like the weight, man. Just it.
1: Oh, uh, I know. I don't know it does doesn't matter. <laughs> well, dude, what I, what I've heard is if you, if it's not something like with your head, like if it's not a head injury, mm. You are, you know, you're 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 not high priority, even if even with a broken leg. Like that's what's crazy to me.
0: <laughs> Gotta love that. Um,
1: but I don't know, I don't know how all that stuff works. So I, I'm not one to to judge it. I just think it's, yeah, it the line the long wait is very difficult. So. Yeah, yeah. I
0: think I made I made him mad because uh, whenever I came in, I was just just chatting with with the nurse, you know. And I said, I said, wow, y'all aren't very, you know, you guys aren't very busy tonight. You know, I just kind of figured New Year's Eve, you'd be busier. And she like, shushed me. Oh, don't, don't, don't say that. You know, she's like knocking on wood. Don't say that, you know, because we'll get really. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I was like, oh, sorry. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So. um,
1: She said, sorry, my leg's broken. I'm just trying (laughs) to, you know bring some humor into the evening you know
0: <laughs> i'm trying to talk yeah. about i'm trying to get my mind off this thing
1: yes yeah, exactly but,
0: yeah it was fine but yeah so um yeah they basically i mean and they didn't even tell me a whole lot they're like well you know we'll get you scheduled with a or they told me to get scheduled with an orthopedic doctor uh um, right you know you have, you have know, to do like, all the work <laughs> like on monday because it was you know it was the holidays right it was like yeah I never was gonna be able to see anybody but um yeah so anyway uh but I feel like I mean I feel like it's 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 getting a little bit better. Like I, I don't know, I, I kind of I kinda hit a little bit of a uh I don't know, maybe like a turning point this week. I'm like, okay, it's getting better.
1: Um, good, good, so, good, good. Glad yeah, to hear that. Oh
0: man, it's just so and and, you know, so the other uh you know, obviously part of the things that we want to talk about on this podcast. I've talked about my son Jude um on previous episodes, but uh part of that is um is 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 the fact that I'm, I'm jude's primary caregiver my so my oldest son he has uh se- severe autism um and brian i know that you know this i'm i'm just kind of
1: right oh no this is good people let, need to let know me, so. sorry
0: i'm sorry to mansplain that to you um yeah. what i'm doing right now but no jude um so i'm jude's primary caregiver uh, because jude gets he's kind of physically he's a lot to take care of physically and so um the moment that i broke my leg <clears throat> I was lying there because I I, I went down you know I, I heard a snap and I went down and and I thought to myself oh no you know how can I take care of Jude who's going to take care of Jude right and so right. Um, <clears throat> I mean not, not not to bring things heavy you know Brian but but um, but uh, there are people dealing with this out there uh, so so the next day like on the first uh, we had some people come and and help my help my wife with Jude you know and it, it just became apparent that it it, it he wasn't going to be able to we weren't going to be able to take care of him you know and and so uh, we had talked about the possibility of him going to uh, uh, like a residential you know I don't, I don't know if it's I don't know if you call it a treatment facility but like a, rev, a a residential placement somewhere that he can live where where people are trained to take care of people like him and so we have we had been talking about that for a while but in that moment that I broke my leg I I just thought oh man what's going to happen. And, and so, you know, we didn't quite make it 24 hours with him um, before, you know, we had to take him somewhere. So, mm. so unfortunately that, that event, you know, as, as it's, as it's inconvenient for me, um, there's a lot more uh, to it than, you know, the, the results are Jude, Jude can't be with us right now. And, and so, <clears throat> um, but anyway, so he's, he's doing good he's he's doing good there he's uh you know we get to talk to him every night we we get to call and and uh we've we've been able to visit him once and so anyway uh so yeah so that's um that's one of those things brian um that that really we didn't quite realize how how thin the the ice was so so to speak um that we were walking on with like jude's care you know um and, and really it's like i was the last you know the last, I don't know what you want to say. The last piece of the puzzle that that's not the right way to say this. Anyway, I I, I was the only person like me being healthy was the only thing keeping Jude at home. Um, so, right. Um, and again, you know, that that's, that's kind of heavy, but, but the people who have, uh, you know, watched the previous episodes were, would probably be thinking what's, so what's up with Jude? So, um, right. Anyway, but, um, so that, that's, that, that's one of those things where, uh, that, that's a heavy thing. Just, just, uh, sticking with us. And we are, we're trusting, we're, we're, we're trusting the Lord just with, with, with every day, you know, um, um, it's hard and, and, but you know what, God's good, man. And even through all of the pain and, and, the just the, the difference of life, because it's just like my life, just things changed big time, you know, um, right. I'm, just, I'm just, I'm just relying on the Lord, you know, and, and he's keeping us steady. He's, he's keeping us going day by day. And so, anyway, <clears throat> I wanted to share about that. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, I don't know where to segue from there, but <clears throat> it is—it has opened our eyes to to the fact that um, you know there are people, there are actually quite a few people that we've talked to or that that have kind of come out because we've we've shared about this out on, on social media. So it's been kind of surprising the, the number of people that have that have come forward and said, uh, you know what, my. My brother or, or my nephew or, you know, my my son um, has had to live in a place, you know, and, and basically trying to tell us, you know, don't feel bad for right. having, having to do what's best for him and, and what's best for your family. So uh, really, it's been believers, you know, the 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 people of God, the body of Christ has, has really encouraged us. So God's encouraged us through those people who, because there's a lot of guilt, you know what I mean? We we had a lot of guilt oh, there. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And just surely we can take care of him. Surely we can figure it out, you know, but, uh, it's one of those things where when I broke my leg, it, I, I, we knew that, 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 that couldn't happen. So, so that's, uh, that's another part of this, Brian. So,
1: yeah, absolutely. I was thinking too, man, like I know I would speak on behalf of anybody that hears this and knows this. And obviously I've been walking with you through this whole thing. And, um, but I, I know that you guys were, I know, I hope you don't mind me talking that that you guys were affirmed by some folks just saying, you know, you guys have done a really great job. You've done everything you can. You've really, really gone a lot longer than even some other families who may be dealing with the same stuff. And so just as an encouragement to you from me on the outside looking in, I mean, I saw you on multiple, multiple instances where you had Jude with you and y'all are taking a walk outside and he's, you know, just, just being himself but on the other side of that is there are things that are just completely out of his control and out of your control right. and right. there are so many other people in your life that you are also you know accountable to and protective for and right. it's it's not Jude's fault it's not y'all's fault it's just a product of what is, what's happening in his brain and um, I don't know man I just feel for you it's heavy it's it's so difficult. So I'm really, really yeah. sorry, and oh, I'm sorry y'all are dealing with this, man.
0: I appreciate you a lot. Yeah, and I, I, I know how much you care about Jude and how much you care about my, about my, my family. So I that 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 means a lot, man. I really do appreciate that. Yeah, you're um,
1: so welcome, man.
0: You know, it's one of those things where I thought, uh, man, you know, it, it's always tempting to not turn things heavy, you know, with a conversation. But, but <clears throat> um, one of the things that I've really just kept you know, wanting to do is to just not be, not be afraid of taking things to the heavy place because there are a lot of people out there dealing with that. You know, there's a lot of people out there right. dealing with heavy stuff. And so, um, there were times we you know whenever we were dealing with Jude and, and so, so, you know, Jude, Jude gets aggressive and violent and, and, you know, he would, he would be trying to physically harm me a lot when he, when he would get upset. And there would be a lot of times I would think this is like, nobody, nobody deals with this, right? Like this is, right this is crazy. Nobody deals with this, but, but that's not true. There are people out there. Um, and you know, um, they're, they're probably not, you know, out there. I mean, there are people in the world d- dealing with this, but people like them, p- people like us, we didn't go, we didn't go into public. We didn't go, you know, to the grocery store. We didn't go out in public places. So you don't, you may not see it, but there are people out there. A lot right. Like
1: that, so. There but, are, there's a, and there are a lot more than I'm sure you would even imagine.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Right.
1: So
0: so trying to, you know, trying to, um, encourage those folks, um, that, that, you know, God does love them. God loves their child or their person in their life that, that, that is dealing with these issues. And, and, uh, you know, so many times I wanted to ask why, uh, during just during the product of, of, uh, of, you know, of autism in my son's life, I would just, you know, be like, why, you know, why Lord? But it's not for us to know. So anyway, uh, but yeah, so um, Brian, what else, what else should we talk about, man? I mean, I'm not very good at this. I'm not very good. So, at So,
1: okay. No, I've got a great, I would love, I know I know this answer because I talk to you all the time, but I think the listeners and watchers would love to know, John, okay. you have eight, eight <laughs> ocho in Spanish. <laughs> ninos, ninas, children, talk through, and I know Lainey is a massive part of this, but just from like the dad side, just from your side, talk through what a day looks like with eight kids. I Mm. would love to just kind of paint the picture. I know every day is different, but just a typical (laughs) day, just kind of talk through it. And I want to know how. At eleven seventeen PM, are you like wide awake and talking right now? That's what I want to know. Yes.
0: Um, Well, so first of all, without Laney, uh, none of this could have happened. Um, I I would have.
1: (laughs) I want to give credit to Laney.
0: Yeah, I want to give give a lot of credit to Laney. So, uh, but okay, I'll answer the answer the last part first. um, How at eleven seventeen, am I doing this? Um, This is like this is something that I look forward to. Just something that you know, I can do that. I enjoy, you know, the kids are asleep. I'm not, I'm not having to answer questions. I'm not having to, you know, change a diaper or, you know, grab somebody, some fruit loops or whatever. Right. And so, so this is something that that like I've, I've been looking forward to, you know, I'm like, Hey, if if it's 11 o'clock at night, whatever I'm down, that's cool. You know, Uh, one of the things that I've said on, on previous episodes is um, you know, I know it's late. Well, and whatever I've done Facebook lives, like I'll say, um, it's late. I know it's late, but late's all I got, you know, and right. Cause right. once the kids are down, that's, you know, which that could be a variable, right? What's when, when do the kids go down? That, that could be a variable. So late's all I got, man. Um, what does a day look like? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, I mean, honestly now, um, a, a, a day like, so now that Jude is elsewhere, um, you know, a, a day looks a lot different than, than it did for us. But, um, Honestly, my wife does so much, dude. She does so much that I mean, if if it was if it were just me, I I I wouldn't be able to survive. Honestly, it it would be just. I mean, we would be barely making it, maybe. But so, um, you know, so the kids that go to school, uh, we get up early, make lunches, try to lay out clothes, um, and and yeah, that you know that that sounds a a bit like. Hey, why are you doing that for your kids? Well, I mean, the the younger ones, right? So we, we have a couple in pre-K. And so, you know, we lay out clothes. They have school uniforms. And so we, we make sure all that, make sure that they have clean uniforms and stuff like that. Um, so they go to a, a Christian academy. Um, and so, you know, it's not quite like public, public school. Uh, my oldest goes to public school. I'll talk about, about my, my oldest in a bit. But so they have certain days that are PE days, you know, and then certain days that aren't. So it's like, is, is today a PE day? We got to get, you know, our, our our PE shirt and and shoes, you know? So it's, it's just a lot of gathering things up, checking off the boxes. Do we have lunches? Do we have, you know, PE shoes? Do we have all that? So, so there's that, um, driving them to school and, um, and so, um, we also have, um, two that are, are, um, so we have a three-year-old. I am trying to remember how old they are.
1: <laughs> Sorry, bro.
0: We have a, a, a three-year-old at home and then uh, a five-month-old at home. And so, you know, they, they're, they don't go to school, obviously. So once we get the older kids to uh, school, um, you know, I go work. Laney actually works. Uh, like we, we have a, a partnership, you know, we do, uh, um, I guess it's 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 really real estate, right? Our business is really real estate, but uh you know we're we're home builders or home flippers and so um we work together on that. But she stays home with the younger two and um I mean she just she does so well taking care of the house right? and and so <clears throat> we're living with my mother-in-law right now. Uh yes, she is a saint. She lets us with our eight kids live with her. because uh, we're in the middle of a building a house that will accommodate us all, right? Um so my mother-in-law's there and she helps tremendously too. I mean, honestly, like it's, it's been such a huge, huge blessing, but I mean, it's, it's basically what I guess you do, uh, you know, with your kids every day, but it's just, it's just scaled up. Right. Uh, right. Right. There's just, they're just, you know, more mouths to feed. There are more questions, you know, spanning, <laughs> spanning different grades, you know, Hey daddy, what about this? You know, mama, what about this? Hey, would you help me with my homework? You know, and you know, there's homework ranging from coloring, color this to, you know, now our, our oldest has you know there's geometry there's all that good stuff so
1: oh wow yeah
0: um, um yeah so um so our oldest we just adopted uh, a girl from from Bulgaria and uh, she's been with us for a little over a month now and so she's I, so it's like all of a sudden bam we have a high schooler we have a teenager and so she's first of all she's trying to learn English and let me tell you what the kids that that are here who don't speak English or, or, you know, English is their second language. <clears throat> I mean, that's, that's a, that's a tall order, man. Cause Get at it. least in Texas public, public school, um, they, they just have a normal schedule, right? Like, and everything's in English, but they have a couple of, uh, of periods, maybe a couple of during the day where they, where they will like focus on learning English. So, I mean, she's in, she's in geometry. She's in a culinary class. She's in, uh, you know, a science class, and they're just, they're just teaching in English and, and she's, you know, she's doing pretty darn good with keeping up. Like she was upset today because she thought she made what she thought was a low grade on something. And it was like a, a grammar, you know, worksheet or, or like a, a, a little quiz. And I'm like, whoa, that's actually like a pretty darn high grade. You don't speak English. I mean, like she speaks a wow. little bit, you know, but she had, yeah. written the, she had written these sentences, you know, she was trying to differentiate between all the whatever grammar stuff and i'm like that's Mm -hmm. actually very impressive you know she was upset about it but anyway so yeah i mean a day it's is uh it's it's just yeah getting kids to to, uh, school trying to get some work done getting kids home from school you know and
1: well and it's crazy it's i'm sure this is exponential for you but it's crazy like and this is just with my two and then helping out with leah's three So kind of juggling five kids, but how fast the day goes. Mm. Like I drop them off at school, you know, at 745. And then before I know it, I'm looking at the clock and it's 310. And I'm like, I just dropped them off. Like it's the most bizarre thing. Right. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, And so we we actually homeschooled. um, I, I say we. My wife did all the heavy lifting on that, but, but we were a homeschool family up until, um, I mean, not, not that long ago, actually, maybe has it even been six months yet, but so, um, Jude, our, our oldest, he was always in public school. I say always, he was mostly in public school. She tried to homeschool him and it was just, you know, he was just not sticking around. He was like trying to, you know, run off. So, uh, but, but, but the others have been homeschooled. And so it was quite the adjustment this year you know, starting, you know, in that, in that school routine, you know, getting like getting them started yeah. in school, even though, uh, so it's a Christian Academy that most of them go to, but still, <clears throat> um, so, so I mean like life has changed for us big time. Just like the way that a day looks has changed because Laney had all the kids at home. She was trying to deal with them. You know, um, I don't know how she did that for as long as she did. I mean, I would have lost my mind, you know, but right, she did, she right. did really, 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 really well at it. Um, and then uh, so yeah, with so with with me, well, with me breaking my leg, uh, and then Jude just just you know not not being here right now, and then the kids changing from homeschool to and you know not at home school, man, life has changed drastically. So we're we're still trying to get trying to get used of our day of of, of right. our daily you know routine. So um, totally. Anyway, so. totally. But yes, the. the the time flies, bro. The time flies. It so.
1: does. It does. It's crazy.
0: <clears throat> it is crazy. It is crazy. Um. So. Um. <clears throat> yeah, Brian. What else, man? What else? You had a good question there. Should I ask you a question? Hmm. Let me see. 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 <clears throat> oh, hey. You know what? You know what? I <laughs> so, there, there's a there's a pet peeve of mine, Brian. Do you ever have any pet peeves? You know? Do you have something that you just? Oh, definitely. Definitely. Yes. I just want to let the people know out there that may share this pet peeve that now that I'm a slow walker, that I'm, I'm doing my part in this. But, Brian, w- whenever you're going to uh, like a like a, a big box store with like a big uh, parking lot, right? Um, so right up next to 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 the store where where people drive drive past, right? There's a little crosswalks. So, I mean, people walk from the parking lot, you know, into the store, right? Um, right if you've ever had to stop and wait on people to walk by, you know, there are some people who, who will, um, take like the longest <laughs> route. Like they'll go on, like on a, on a diagonal and they're probably, maybe they're a, a slow walker. And so they'll just take forever to get across. Right. I've just always been like, just walk to a place where you can just go straight across, you know, just take the shortest path. Right. that that's right. always been a big pet peeve of mine. I'm like, just walk straight across you know it takes less time so i wanted people to know out there that now that i'm i'm like hobbling along trying to get across the thing that i'm doing my part in that any anybody else who shares that pet peeve that i'm doing my part and i'm going to the little crosswalk and i'm going straight across so
1: i just that a boy john
0: i mean have you ever noticed that, Brian? Has is, is that a thing for you or uh-oh. are you just are
1: Dude, you a, you're a more grace field person probably no, I am not. Unfortunately, <laughs> I, and yeah, again, you know, all, the Leah can be the fact checker. She can attest okay. to all of this, dude. I get wh- where I get probably the most frustrated in a parking lot. It's not like when people are backing out and pulling in that's, you know, that stuff I understand people yeah. can't see if cars are coming, that stuff's fine. What right. kills me is exactly what you're saying. But even to a greater extent, when, you are trying to find a parking spot. Like you see, so you're going down like the, the parking aisle or whatever. Right. And someone is walking down the middle of the parking aisle oh, yes. and it's like, they have yes. no idea that there's a car behind them. So they're either on their phone right. or, oh, or, gosh. or, or they, or they hear you and they literally do not care. Okay. But that is where I'm just like, like white knuckling because I'm so frustrated, but you know, you just, what, what do you do? I'm not going to honk at him, So.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. 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 Don't be the guy that honks, right. But dude, no. yes, you're exactly right. Okay. I mean, you're yeah. in a parking lot. How do you not know that a car is behind you? I mean, you, you have to like, expect it, right?
1: Most well, people, and I think of like, my parents taught me to like, you know, look both ways before you cross the street. Like right. I've taken that, believe it or not, into adulthood. And I'm thinking, <laughs> wow, if if I'm in the parking lot, I want to walk, you know, closer to the side and then yeah. I'm also looking for, re, you know, uh, reverse lights and just re- trying to be aware. Yes, exactly. As much as possible. That's yeah. hilarious.
0: Yeah, some people don't, man. Yeah. Some people don't. And whatever, you know, I mean, hey, it's, that's, yeah, you know, <laughs> it's all, it's all part of it, I, I guess. But, but uh, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, just, I feel like I'm so much more aware like now that I've broken my leg, I've, I've kind of got a, a little bit spooked about getting hurt, you know? Um, but that coupled with just me being slow, trying to get anywhere, um, I just, I feel like I've, I've, I've become more aware, like in parking lots or whatever of, you know, cars pulling out or, or whatever. I just just kind of become hyper aware of that. Um, and so I don't know if that's just I me think or, a, or what?
1: No, I think a big part of that is, is parental too, because I'm probably not Mm. as aware when I don't have the kids with me, but when, when, when any semblance of the five kids are with me, it is crazy how like, it's like this sonar goes off yeah. and I'm, I'm just kind of like, I don't know my peripheral vision changes and I'm looking, you know, front side to side and behind just making sure like, I mean, they're 13, 12, 11, 10 and nine. Yeah. And all of them have a lot less experience in, you know, parking lots or traffic than I do. So right. it's my full responsibility, you know, to be aware. So that's probably part of it too, is I'm like, some of these people walking down the middle of the aisle may have zero, you know, idea of what it's like, you know, looking out for a kid or whatever. And that's yeah. going to why they do it. I have no idea, but
0: a kid or five kids or, you know, whatever. You yes, think. Yeah, yeah.
1: exactly. Yeah, you're right, exactly. man. And,
0: and, and that does change. Like when my crew you know, that definitely changes with, you know, who I've got with me. Right. You know, right. Because I mean, there's so many different personalities in the group and some of the kids are just like, you know, flitting along, like, like, you know, nothing, they have no care in the world. And then there's some that are like, watching. So yeah, definitely. Yeah. I get that totally, man. Yeah. Good for you, man. Uh, You're, you're a responsible parent. Good for you.
1: uh, I try. And I mean, I'm sure I fail on plenty of other things, but um, that's, that's one where in parking lots, man, I don't know what it is. And I'm, I always tell this to Leah, it's always so funny. I'm like, when I like with just Tatum and Eden, with just my two, it's easy to count to two. Well, once you get right. past two, I, I have never counted to five so many times in my life. <laughs> right. Like we, we went to, we went to Disney world. Oh yeah. We went to Disney world last year and we've gone to sea world. We've, we've done other things and it's crazy how. I mean, I enjoy the the time, but I'm more focused on just making sure I can see everybody, right? And so it's, I mean, again, I don't want to say I don't enjoy it because I really do, but I'm so focused on I got to yeah. make sure my crew's all together, you know? <laughs> so yeah, it, it's totally yeah.
0: different. Yeah, way different.
1: It is. And, it and, is.
0: And you know we we haven't done we haven't done any of those, uh, you know, kind of like normal family vacation thing is just basically because of because of Jude because of my oldest right, uh, my boy right. with, with autism cuz it just trying to keep up with him would just be like it probably impossible so sure um so we we haven't done a whole lot of that but we we did go to Arkansas one time with him and and uh we all stayed in 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 a cabin with uh with my um in-laws and some, you know, yeah, well, some more in-laws and uh and so yeah. I mean, just that, like there were no big rides, no, 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 you know, no big crowds that they could get lost in or whatever, and like no stores that they could wander off in. But even that I was hyper-focused about, you know, where are the kids, you know, and yeah, I mean, you start to realize that family vacations, you know, that you just enjoyed as a kid, your parents were those hyper, hyper-vigilant people who probably weren't having the best time. Right. Like, totally. You're yeah. like, okay, they were doing that. They were, they were doing that for the kids. Right.
1: So yep, yeah, you get, absolutely you gain a new respect. That's awesome. Yeah, a different perspective for sure.
0: You know, what? my my perspective uh I've gained a new perspective um I guess for 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 people that are um that that are, you know, impaired in some way, you know, um is handicapped, the uh, is that still a a, politi- a politically correct word? Is that is that still a polite uh, word to say or I don't know what Yeah, well somebody in a wheelchair, know. I, I somebody I think
1: it's okay. Yeah. Gosh,
0: dude, I don't want to get in trouble, but yeah, somebody, somebody confined to a wheelchair or, or somebody that has some kind of physical impairment like that. Like I've just started to think about, I mean, cause I'm sort of in that camp, you know, with my leg, <clears throat> um, like there have been times when, um, like I've, um, like I've held off going to the, going to the restroom. Um, I, I I've like you know, held off on things because they're so inconvenient. Right. Um, and like, I found, I, I found myself at times going, Oh man, like, I really need to use the restroom right now because I've been holding it, <laughs> right? Because I can't just like, you know, pull off into a store re- re- really quick and like run in, you know? So right. it, it, just, it just made me think like people do that probably. Like somebody who's confined to a, a, a wheelchair, like it's super inconvenient to, to like be out, yeah. and out and go, yeah, I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull into this, you know, gas station and run to the restroom, right?
1: Um, it's a totally different world, man. Yeah, it is. It's,
0: it's, it's crazy. I mean, you know, I can walk and I can get around, but but still it's so inconvenient. So, um, yeah, you know, that's, that's crazy. I mean, that's, I I would wonder if, I mean, I don't have any, I don't have any advice for anybody. It just, it just, it just made me think, and you know, it's always good. I think to, um, to try to put yourself into somebody else's shoes and to try to, you know, empathize with, with, with people. Right. So, I've been trying to do that. <clears throat> um well right, I, was no, I think forced. that's
1: yeah.
0: Yeah. So, anyway, um you know same 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 with you just with like changing your lifestyle with eating eating and all that it's it's a mindset, right? It's it's putting yourself into a different frame of mind um and which I'm not very good at doing that, you know, willingly. So I it probably would take me breaking my leg to put me in that mindset thinking about people, you know, um, who are confined to a wheelchair or something like that. So <clears throat> anyway, I just wanted to share that, you know, that anybody out there who's, who's, who's watching, listening, uh, that's confined to a wheelchair. I mean, I, I, I just got a little bit of a, of a glimpse of like the inconvenience of your, of your life. I mean, it, it can't even compare, but still. Uh, so well, God and I would, you.
1: yeah, I would piggyback and say that people who are, you know, impaired physically in any way um, that may be the better way to say it, John, I don't know probably um, so, probably so. Um, that you got to think like, even, I mean, you know, this is a builder, but even in design and in, in homes and businesses, they're, they're not designed for an, and physically impaired person first. They're just not, right. it's right. like all of that is an afterthought. You know, I think of, I mean, just, I live in Lubbock, Texas, and I think of how often I drive down a main road and you look at um, you know, the blocks of streets and neighborhoods and none of the curbs are, are a lot of the curbs are not wheelchair accessible. So I think my goodness, wow. if someone is on crutches or on a wheelchair that they have to go a block the other way just so they can get up on the sidewalk. I mean, wow. that's I mean, I think those are things that are changing. But think of how that's such an afterthought. And so yeah. I love how your perspective is like, I know. I know you're not I know I know this isn't lifelong for you but right, right now you're getting a glimpse of man someone who has to deal with this like a debilitating injury or something that's lifelong their entire life is not like the the uh, design of life is not fit for them at all right and so they are the ones that have to adapt and able-bodied people just walk into the store and walk out of the store yeah. right yeah so, yeah you're you're
0: you're, you're spot on about that, man, because <clears throat> I mean, just, just trying to get around in the house, it is, it is a chore, you know? And, and I mean, right. know, kids, kids, kids leave stuff on the floor. They, you know, there's uh, maybe, you know, a chair is kind of pushed back, you know, where it, it's kind of blocking the way and I'm trying to get, I'm trying to get through with it, with my crutches and, and yeah, it's, it's a total game changer and, and, you know, a normal house is not set up for that. Um, I mean, trying to take a shower, right. Brian, it's like, you know, so first of all, right. right Whenever I had the, the temporary cast from the ER, um, had that for about two weeks, uh, or maybe like ten days. Anyway, uh, they told me at the ER that the ER to not get it wet. I'm like, okay, interesting. And they're like, yeah, just just like wrap it in plastic, like like wrap it, you know, in a bag or whatever. Whenever you want to take a take a shower, I'm like, okay, cool it's it's way easier said than done man um <laughs> for one just getting it where where you feel like it's it's like watertight you know and then trying to use tape that's not going to like peel your skin off uh of your leg and then but standing on one foot in the shower i mean wow it, it is it's been a tough thing man uh feels I bet pretty, it has it feels pretty dangerous <laughs> you know and it's just not it's it's not easy and and, and i've been like i've been thinking man I need, I need one of those, uh, like one of those, you know, shower chairs.
1: <laughs> right.
0: Oh man, no way. I'm, you know, I'm just like, Oh, I'm not that decrepit yet. Am I? But I mean, it's just the stuff that's like practical. You got to think about. So
1: I know, I know. Anyway. Crazy, man. <sighs>
0: Crazy stuff. So anyway, <clears throat> um, all right. Enough about me and my handicap, Brian.
1: I'm sorry. I, I just,
0: no, that's it's, fine.
1: It's a talk. To- it's a talking point, man.
0: And it's, and it's, it's my life right now. So it's, it's definitely fresh on my mind. So yeah, uh, yes. <laughs> anyway. yes uh you're in real estate Brian. uh you want you want to tell us how you got in, got into real estate
1: yeah absolutely Sorry, I'm just throwing so, that on you no no i I love talking about it i um I was in the food business from, from thousand let's see two thousand six until two thousand eleven or so um and I was just in food sales and I worked with some great people I learned a lot, but that just wasn't my cup of tea at all and so I'm a musician, and I you know I kind of appreciate the arts and all right. those things, so I really wanted to branch into entrepreneurship is really not really knowing how that even worked, but I right. kind of dabbled in a few things and figured out, okay, I can figure out how to make an income on my own and support my kids and support my you know my living and all those things, and then right. just kind of by by chance I had Talked to a few people who had done uh real estate and, Good. or basically specifically being a realtor, and right. a few people had told me, "Hey, you've got the person personality for it. Like this is something totally. you should really look look into." And I would have never thought this is something I would have ever wanted to pursue. And really? I um, took some online classes, and by mm-hmm. I think Oct- October of 2015 is when I started, and I've never looked back. I. I love real estate. I love, you know, helping people buy and sell homes. And now Leah and I are, um, we manage Airbnbs. And so that's kind of like nice. an additional thing in real estate. And then of course I've talked with you so much about the building side and the flipping side. And I think
0: yeah, that's
1: a side I would, I want to eventually get into, but I work um, at a brokerage called Taylor Reed Realty nice, and, nice. um, <clears throat> Lindsay and Stuart Bartley, um, are, are the owners and Lindsay's the broker and when I got into real estate, Lindsay was the very first realtor that I actually, I joined her team and worked with her for two and a half years. Right. Okay. And uh, man, she's awesome. One of the top realtors, you know, around West Texas, like by far. And wow, um, it's kind of cool. Like I went on my own for a couple of years and then everything just came back full circle. She started her own brokerage. And so now I'm back with her brokerage and, and back on her, you know, in her group and I'm not on her team. I'm still a solo agent, but it's awesome having her just, you know, a phone call away. Um, She's been doing this. Oh, I can't, I think since 2009. So she really has another six years of experience, you know, above what I have. And so, man, (laughs) I mean, it's, it's an incredible opportunity. You really have to stick with it and be patient. But right. once you're in it a few years, you start getting return clients and you start getting referrals. And um, I don't know, John, you and I could talk yeah. about this all day, but it, it is so, it's such a fun job helping people with a really, really important decision, which seems very totally. daunting, but it's its like an honor to be able to do that. So I love it, man. That's great. You definitely have personality for my, it. Yeah, so now yeah. my my sweet amazing uh, girlfriend is my full on sidekick. Um, she she came on with me in August, and okay. um, it's awesome because she was she was kind of like from the back end. She was working already managing Airbnbs, and so okay. she kind of had a whole different perspective. Of she's more like the hospitality side of real estate. Nice, and but she's extremely organized and structured, and. I am not at all, <laughs> and so it was so crazy. Like, like oh man, we read these books together, and it you know or this book together, kind of learning like how to define the roles within the organization. Okay, and you know, I'm wow. sitting here reading like like what my role you know kind of already should have been, and I'm going, oh man, this is not <laughs> I'm not good. doing it. So, so That's hilarious. I really you know, and again, we we have nowhere arrived to like <laughs> being super fluid yet. But what has been awesome is you know when just these last couple weeks has have been crazy and we're we've been setting up these new uh airbnbs and so that's kind of been our whole focus has really gone to that but when we are in our you know you know our real estate game as far as helping clients it is so amazing watching her like Mm. you know i'm i'm not someone who trains i'm not someone who really even really understood how to be a quote unquote boss or a leader. Yeah. And she has taken it on herself to go, Hey, I'm, I'm just going to learn about real estate because when I was a, you know, a solo agent before I had anybody working with me, I would contract out these, um, these contract teams that were, they were awesome and they would, they would handle my contracts, but I never saw what was happening. (laughs) Right. And so I bring Leah in and I'm like, oh, so I think we need to do this, this and this. And she, <laughs> but has you don't know, really. ev- I know. And she has gotten <laughs> every single deal since she came on to the closing table at the closing date. No and way. I'm just like, I'm so impressed and amazed by that. And so that's amazing. Yeah. I mean, wow. I am so pumped about just what that looks like in the future. And, you know, yeah. we'd love to grow our team out more and eventually bring on other folks, other agents and, and just see yeah. how big, you know, we can grow the brand. So it's pretty Dude, awesome. That's yeah.
0: amazing, man. Well, yeah, you know, you're, you're awesome. saying like, you know, we're not, we're, we're not, we're not super fluid yet. I mean, really, I mean, it's, it's not like y'all were, I mean, it's only been since August, right. And, and, and then she's just like, right. she's le- learning all this kind of on her own and, and just from the ground up. So that's pretty impressive, totally. man. Pretty impressive. Oh, and, it
1: is. <clears throat> oh. And the reason I, and I have to preface our follow-up by saying the reason it's not fluid is because of this scatter brain. Like <laughs> right. it's crazy. And John, you know I mean I you know it. me so well. I, I mean yeah. I think it's a it's a drummer brain. Like I can put <laughs> five drums in front of me and four cymbals and a you know a kick pedal and a high and I can do all these things independently of each other, but I can't keep a file organized. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right, right. So I remember uh, well, when when yeah when lindsay when i I met with Lindsay whenever I was about to bring Leah on, and I just kind of wanted some advice on you know how do I do this the right way, and I uh, remember Lindsay like vividly saying it's not really about how do you do it the right way, it's just the fact that you bringing Leah on is a really good decision for you, and I thought <laughs> because she knew Leah like she we had lunch with with Lindsay one time. And so she really got to know Leah kind of just, I mean, personally, but also kind of as a work ethic and like her personality. And so Lindsay just knew like you guys, I mean, it's very opposite in the ways we work, but it really, really fits together perfectly. So that's amazing. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. Um, I'm, I'm just, it it makes it that much more fun to, cause she, she has seen me from the outside really enjoy what I do. But now the fact that she gets to enjoy that with me is, is even better. So
0: what, well, and, and make what you do better. I mean, like make, 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 make you better in the process of what you do. I mean, yes. that's, that's incredible. dude. hundred percent. Yeah, you, And you know that the whole self-starter thing, I mean, okay. So I'm, I'm talking about this stuff, not really being a self-starter, not really being somebody who's very organized and, uh, you know, kind of the guy in the team that, 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 that knows less, you know, about it all too. Uh, because my wife, she, she is like rocking it. But, but that whole self-starter thing, right? I mean, that's, that's kind of what it's all about. Right. I mean that, you know, we're talking about, about personality and, and, you know, whether for a realtor, like that's, that's a big thing being a people person, whatever. But I mean the whole self-start thing, I mean, like you, you know, you could just stop, you know, putting out marketing. You could just, I mean, like you, you could like just not try and things would just dry up. Right. I mean, like right. you got to, you, you got to generate this stuff, right? You and, do. And I, you I'm have sure to with stay a broker, out there. And I'm sure with a brokerage, you know, you, you can, you know, work it and, and, and maybe get deals in, in some, you know, brokerages or whatever. But I mean, just the, the whole self-starter thing, like the entrepreneur mindset is all about being a, a self-starter. So, I mean, dude, there's, it I'm, is. I'm sure she's going to just, just keep on just skyrocketing in what she's doing, man. So uh,
1: good, good for she you. She will. Man. And I like what you just said about the self-starter thing, because what I've, well, and now it's been a decade since I've kind of been solely responsible for my own income and it's not, I'm not, I'm not getting, you know, consistent checks or whatever. But what I've learned is it's all about, you know, your why it's all about your motivation. Like, I mean, my why is, are my people, right? I have people that I have to take care of. I have two girls in this house that I have to raise and I have to protect and yeah. keep a roof over their head and keep, keep them fed. And then I have, you know, Leah and her kids that I love that I get to support as well. And that's yeah. my motivation is to be able to go, okay, like, well, you know, if I decide that I just want to, you know, be lazy for a month, that's going to, there's going to be repercussions for that, you know, right uh, two or three months later. And so to just kind of consistently keep things out there and I mean, personally, like we're, you know, we're going through a crazy month and, but like the Lord bless, continues to bless what's happening. And I feel like that is it's all perfect. him and he's sustaining us. But I also don't have too much on my plate where I can't mm-hmm. focus on the things that are more important, you know, in my, in my yeah. personal life. And so, um, it's an, it's a very, you know, I, I feel like someone told me one time, like God was, I think I had made the comment about you know needing to balance out life and th- this is when i was doing like some network marketing stuff and i remember someone telling me they were they were basically saying life is not balanced like life is con- is always counterbalancing like that's what it is is mm. you know you're never going to find a balance there sometimes there's going to be things that weigh a lot more and your focus goes there mm. and then when those yeah. things start to wane then then you can focus back on other things it's ne- there's never going to be like this you know delicate balance of you know um yeah different facets of life you just kind of have to focus on what's most important at the time and yeah i again being a um a, a man of faith like just really knowing the lord will sustain us whatever that means you know it it, right. it could be a blessing of deals it could be that we get some help from something else it could be that our bills were lower this month i mean whatever yeah. it is and so yeah. Anyway, that's just kind that's of awesome. a multifaceted vision of what you know what happens with me. So
0: that's cool, man. Yeah, that's 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 so yeah. cool. And and you know, yeah, it, it is. That's important to talk about, man. The whole the whole balance thing. I mean, I like, I I understand. It well. I mean, you know, we we need. I guess we need boundaries in certain parts of our lives because I mean there are people out there who are workaholics and they you know they'll right. they'll let they'll, they'll let the family go to the wayside, and then there are people who sure. are on the other side you know so but yeah man, i mean i mean <clears throat> I think that we and maybe it's an American thing, I don't know, but I think that we as people do want to have just this nice neat little balance going on where you know everything's kind of in its box you know and, and 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 I think this may be part part of why a lot of people are scared to be entrepreneurs. Um, I mean, sometimes I'm still, I'm still scared to be an entrepreneur, but
1: sure. Oh, I am too. Um, totally. But, yeah.
0: Yeah. But like that, that steady paycheck, right. I mean, you know, you can go to, a, uh, you know, you can go get a job and get that steady paycheck and, and not really worry about that, you know? And, 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 and that's right. a balanced thing where, you know, every, you know, that, that, that box is checked, right? Like, I don't really have to, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I have to still go to work, but like I don't have to be there that, you know, this amount of time and, whatever. It's kind of balanced, right? But, but you know, right. But a, a true entrepreneur who, who is like, look, I'm going to go make my own way realizes that, you know, I, I may be heavy on this project for, for two months and and like, you sure, know, I may be just like big on that and not able to do this other thing. But, 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 but once I get this step done, you know, that's, that's the thing that I've got to get done for the next step. And so, yeah, it's, it's being okay with, with, I guess, like you said, counter, counterbalancing things in life. So that's, that's really cool. That's really cool. Um, yeah. Very cool, man. Um, yeah. So the why, I mean, that's, that's, that's so interesting. Uh, when, when you were talking about that, it, it reminded me kind of, uh, sorry, I'm trying to, I, I've got the, I, I got the old barn, uh, floorboards here holding my chair back.
1: <laughs> I'm like trying
0: to scoot up. I'm like, I can't scoot up. Oh, well, cause cause it's cause it's like hardwood you know, uneven. Um, so Yeah so i'm not uh like like the real estate type i mean like i'm like really it's kind of kind of unlikely that i'm in real estate but r y so my father in law uh he 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 found himself um stepping out of a ministry job he he was in 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 the um you know he was in church ministry for years decades right but but he um uh, he he knew how to build too like he he was a carpenter you know just i mean not not by Profession, but I mean, he he could just build a lot of a, a lot of things. He was really good at doing home repair and all that stuff. So he started to build homes to sell, like spec homes or whatever. And so he he was like, "Man, I need to get John Rainey into this. I need to get my you know other kids into this if if they want to." So he said, "Hey, look, you know, you you, you guys want to want to get into this? You know, I think it'd be a good way." And, and we're like, "Okay, yeah, let's look at it." You know, and so we did. But we realized that. Um, with my, with my oldest at the time, Jude, um, that a conventional job was not really working for me. Like it, and it was getting to the point where like soon it wasn't going to work, going to work too well because Jude loves routine and, um, he loves being in school. And, and so on breaks, um, you know, Christmas break, Thanksgiving break, uh, summer break, um, things were really hard with Jude because he just, he wanted to be at school, you know, Right. I mean, it, it, he he did not he could not comprehend you know yeah look you're gonna be off for summer for two and a half months he did not want to be right so right um, things you know would get harder at home because I mean I, I would still be working during the the uh, summer right and I would work for a lot of the you know little little school holidays that he got off he'd be home for and I'd be at work when things things were getting really hard with him so um, we realized at some point you know that would give us if we if I stepped out of my full-time job and we started to build homes, that would give me so much more flexibility. You know, I mean, I could do a lot of work from home calls, emails, you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, I wouldn't have to be at a place, you know, eight to five or whatever every day. <clears throat> so our, right. why, our, why was more of a, you know, well, everybody's why can be like kind of a necessity, but, but ours was like, okay, this is coming. Uh, getting bigger and older and, you know, stronger. and, there's going to be one summer where this becomes kind of impossible. So like, I'm going to need the flexibility. So it was one of those things where that, that worked for us, like that, that worked out for us, you know, whenever I finally did quit my job. <clears throat> um, yeah. It, 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 I mean, I totally had fl- flexibility. Now I'm not saying it wasn't hard because there was, you know, there were definitely hard times, you know, there were times that I had to wait till he was asleep to, to, you know, like haul some, you know, materials somewhere, you know, things like that. That's kind of why I broke my leg. I was doing work after he was asleep over mm, Christmas break, right? Yeah. That's but, right. But so that why is I mean, I think everybody has their why, you know. And so you just you just made me think about about mine when you were talking about yours. So.
1: Yeah, and that's good. That's important, man. We we talk about that. That's one thing that in our brokerage what um in my previous brokerage, I was at Keller Williams and it was a very similar thing where you know, if you have a clear You know, and I'm not really that big flashy, like create a vision board and go, go cut all these, you know, what do you want? Go get it. I'm not really that guy, but I am a, what's the purpose and why am I, why am I, why am I doing this and why am I basically foregoing a steady salaried job that at least I would know that I was getting money every two weeks or whatever? Why am I foregoing that? to pursue something that's pretty much solely up to me and any client that wants to hire me. Yeah. Um, If you can, I mean, with me, it's always been the, you know, the, I call it our seven, which the, uh, the six other people in my life that I feel, you know, responsible for and care for. And um, you know, like financially and, and then just, just leading them and showing them like, this is that you can do this. If, if any of you kiddos want to grow up one day and not necessarily enter the corporate world, but enter a world where you can go do things and make things happen on your own. Like I get to be an example of that for them. That's amazing. And so there, but that's why I do it. I mean, what, cause at, at the end of the day, man, if it's, if you're just chasing the flashy object, I mean, that stuff's going to get old really fast Right. or, or there's going to, there's going to always be a new flashy object. And so, right. Um, it's all about, you know, who I'm, who I'm doing this for, I guess. So that's awesome, man.
0: That, that is so cool. That's so cool, yeah. Brian. Um, and I think maybe a, a great place to, to uh, wrap it up, buddy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's been great, man. we we need, we, we're definitely going to do, do this again. Um, yes. Right? Can't wait. So. Can't wait. Can't wait, man. But yeah, right now we have, we just did look, looks like an hour and almost 15 minutes. So, you know, I think we're awesome. going to wrap it up, bro. It, it's been great. Great hanging out with you, man. Um, and can you know, we do can we do knuckles? Hold on. Oh, dude, can, can we, we do, do knuckles? knuckles? Oh, what? Whoa, Which, ready? Oh, One, look. two, three, oh, boom! <laughs> Dang, that's amazing. So the answer is yes, we can. That yes, okay? So did. that 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 that's gonna be our thing, Brian. The knuckles at the end. Yes, um, I love mine, it. Yeah, that's hilarious. <laughs> wow, I love it. Dude. I love it, bro. Okay, man. Uh, yeah. So, I guess that we can we can kind of fade this puppy out here um, and dude it's been great
1: it has been awesome man We're gonna thanks talk about for us. having me on
0: yeah no doubt so I'm definitely going to have you on again because um, and again and again and again because first of all you know, I, I want to hear about all your little uh, you know swag up there behind you so we'll definitely talk about that later and uh, yeah it's awesome man and I mean wow okay so yeah we'll save that for later because I definitely want to talk about sure. one piece of it so all right, Brian. <laughs> Later on, bro. Have, have a good evening. And um, I'm signing out from the Awkward Guest.
1: All right, uh. brother. See ya.